0: Yo, this is Gerard, the one with the one and only
1: <laughs>
0: Outer and Bad. <laughs> and today we're talking Caribbean households. How, how has Caribbean households changed in society? What, is, is it more extended now? Is it still nuclear? Is nuclear still ideal? Are extended families on the rise? Now people may say that it only rise because I mean it. It actually cheaper to live with the families nowadays rather than move out. And I, that's if you have a good relationship with your family in the first place, because I know some families could be a, a bit, I don't know, <laughs> a bit of trouble to live with.
1: Yeah, but I I think people prefer to stay with their families because. I mean, think about how much money it is to rent a place, right? You're saving all that money. You could buy clothes, shoes, go to a car. So you better. sometimes it better just stay home and you have a car to move about the place than go on your renting and 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 you're you're struggling. You can't even buy groceries. And you had to come back home to get food and this and that because some people don't even know how to take care of themselves by themselves.
0: True. True. Because I had a friend, actually. I had a friend. Uh... A Bayesian fella that actually um was struggling. He, he was struggling to like work around the kitchen, like, yo, bro, how it is turn this thing on, like how it is like this match. <laughs> like literally, how it is like this match. Like, and people, a lot of people struggle with the living alone and the the independence because we become so dependent on our family. After all, they pay, they pay for everything for us. And let me say schooling and mm-hmm. all these things. Um,
1: and budgeting. Like, budgeting. people don't know how to budget their money. Nah, nah. So by time you, okay, you put aside money for rent, okay, that had to be paid or else you're going to get throughout. Yeah. But then what are you doing with the rest of your money? How are you budgeting traveling or budgeting groceries, budgeting maybe school fees or any other wants and needs that you have? People don't know how to budget, so when they start to live on their own, you find that they're blowing all the money, they can't pay rent, and they don't know how. Mm. And they're struggling. And some people, the places that they want to stay in,
0: Outside the, the budget. Yeah, the, yeah you no.
1: can't stay in it. Yeah, so by the time it, yeah. a couple months gone, you find that yeah, move
0: back in you have to move back
1: in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's tough. Or some people too, when they, they're renting by themselves, mm-hmm. they still end up going home anyways.
0: One thing, one thing about, yeah, I don't wonder if it, if it, if it is better to Just, move out, for young people to move out as an earlier age, yeah. It like let's say move out at 18. Like if it was possible, because by at at that time, because things that moving out teacher are uh, learning to manage your finances. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Because I mean you can't you can't go and fet every single weekend <laughs> again. Um I mean, you get privacy and personal space. So you get to bring your own people over instead of your parents having to Dictate to, to, look old, to dictate your pace. Because there was this one time when I, I actually brought somebody over at a bad time. <laughs> 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 and I my mean, mother to get real vexed with me when she get real, <laughs> real mad with me. Real, extremely mad. I it was depends. like, whoa, I ready to move out, lady.
1: It depends. Because, I mean, you could get as much information and training and how to budget and how to cook, how to clean and this and that and you, your custom staying home by yourself and all these things but when you move out it's a completely different experience mm-hmm. but if you don't even have those basis, that basic skills, all those things then you can't even think about the possibility of moving out in the first place and that's why a lot of people tend to stay home because they, one they don't have the skills, or two they just choose not to to have that extra pressure of being alone.
0: And there also there are some financial barriers to it also. As in paying that rent. That rent. Yeah. I know the, I know the financial barriers are a big one. Because let us say you're still, still going to university. Mm-hmm. And you really... you're All your focus is on schooling mm-hmm. at the moment. And you want to move out. You want to come out from underneath the umbrella of your parents. Yeah. But you can't because of that financial pressure.
1: And, well, here in Trinidad and Tobago, our university-level education is being paid for by Gates, right? Mm. But even then, you find that students who live in on their own is because they're trying to live closer to campus. But after that, they're going back home because... It's better to save money to go and do masters or whatever yeah. higher level degree after because more persons are pursuing masters. Yeah, in the higher level of, degrees,
0: probably in the hope of um, buying a, a house. Hopefully, for the masters, huh? yeah, probably in the hope of a higher income in the end. After so the I know year, so. I know
1: persons who went for their masters degrees and they live in home because it's. Easier to save all our rent money and put it towards your degree program, Mm -hmm. and then go and come back and maybe work and then live on your own. Mm.
0: Whoa! So, what is a suitable age to move out? Hmm. Uh, For me, is is it has to be like around? I don't know. People might think it's young and whatnot, but I would say
1: twenty-five. 25? Yeah, too young. You find that too young? I find that's a good time. I find that's a good time. I feel like by then, you should be putting in some efforts to have that financial stability to actually move out because you have people staying there forever. But that's just me. That's my opinion. I feel like I can't stay home for so long. Same. I want to move out now. But some people (laughs) stay because... What happens as well is that the other persons within their home are older persons. So they might have older parents or older aunts or grandparents and there's no one there to take care of them. So they end up staying home because they are the ones now who are the providers. They are Mm. the ones who are the caregivers within the household. Mm. A lot of people don't trust homes, elderly homes and all these places, or they just don't want to leave their parents or whatever family mem- members they are in the house alone, they don't want to leave them alone because they are the ones now cooking, they cleaning, they're doing all the, the works. And mm. that's why they end up staying home. Sometimes they're fully capable of living on their own, but they'd rather stay home and, you know, be more family-oriented. Whereas or you have to find a caregiver. Mm. You have to find a caregiver. And that could be problematic. It could be problematic. You're always hearing stories of how these people are treated in homes. Um, You never know what these people are doing to your family members. When you're not there. there. Yeah,
0: when you're not there, yeah.
1: And then there's that whole issue of them being lonely. Mm -hmm. So they're away from their family. And if you have the time or the ability... People choose to stay. Mm. Easy, easy access to them. And is keeping up that that family, that close-knit feeling. Because sometimes that's the only people that you grew up with too. True, eh? true, true. And it's hard to let them go. Yeah, it's hard to let them go. Like, how are you going to grow up and give you away to some home? I don't know how they're treating you. I don't know what they're doing inside there. And um, I'm just afraid.
0: Mm. But what is the best what is the best way to live right now? Was what what's the ideal family type? Did that change? Cause I, I I think the ideal family type right now. I think it used to be nuclear. Mm. I think it used to be nuclear. Where um Parents working, mother, father married, you and uh, one or two siblings. But I, I I I think that the best family type right now would be extended families because it's a bigger family and everybody gets to look after each other as one unit. Mm. Instead of it because the burden uh, I wanna say the burden, but the yeah the pressure on the parents could be alleviated by the grandparents a little bit.
1: Yeah.
0: Or you don't have to send your child to daycare. Because you don't know what they're doing with your child in yeah, daycare. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what they're doing with your child in daycare. So you you let your child stay with your grandparents.
1: Yeah. And I think your, also- your parents at home. The extended family might be really beneficial for when we think about so so there's this whole idea of cultural retention and how the younger generation, quote unquote younger generation, don't know anything culturally. So they don't know simple things like folk tales and folk characters or even things like simple superstitions that are embedded in the Trinbagonian soil. There are a lot of children who don't know it and Living in families like those, they are more so exposed to it in that scope rather than waiting to learn it in school if they have the opportunity to learn it in school because my major is theatre arts, so I am very culturally grounded because I have to be. But what about those who don't have those opportunities when they're older to learn certain things? Something like the appreciation of calypso music or kaiso or rap so those mm. those genres that your grandparents would have been booted into and developed and would know things of a a, pers- a younger person might know the quote unquote zessin tunes, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. They <laughs> you know gunman and she holds, but they don't know sparrow, yeah, and they don't know spoiler. Mm. Yeah. And it might be, might be possibly plausible, a bridge between this, because we have, we have persons in the the younger generation trying to to learn about these things, but it wouldn't be everybody because everybody isn't exposed to it. It just depends on what you're doing in your life scope right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I suppose that's where the extended family could be beneficial. Mm.
0: Single parent homes to me, uh, they, I can't... I don't understand how actually how some single parents do it. Especially with... like Let me say you have a troublesome child. <laughs> oh my word. Imagine being a single parent with a troublesome child. You, that's like double the pressure. <laughs> 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 because... Imagine how hard your child you it's already hard being a single parent. Yeah. You have a troublesome child added to that. Your child giving you pressure, right? You but uh, I guess I uh, I wouldn't say the single parents' fault, but I guess they allow the child to be that way, so I mean But yes, to me single parents always are uh, they not single parent households are not the best household to grow up in if you understand what I'm saying. Not uh, that anything is wrong with the parent themselves. Yeah. Not that anything is wrong with these parent themselves. Yeah. But to me, you need a balance of seeing this is what a father does. He's mm-hmm. responsible for this, this and this. Provider. This is what a mother does. She's responsible for other things, whatever they may be. Mm-hmm. Whatever your household maybe like
1: yeah i mean i i get what you're saying but i was actually raised in a single parent household so i feel like it depends on the children and how the parents themselves they raise raising their children so i grew up with my father actually so he's a single man and he raised two daughters now People will say, well, you need the mother around for them to learn to do simple, quote unquote, you know, gender stereotypes, cook and clean and these things, (laughs) Uh, or learn to be a strong woman, an independent woman, a woman who doesn't um, uh, allow persons to abuse her and these things. But the way my father grew us up, he... First of all, we never used to get licks, right? My father always say, he always says that um, if we grew up getting licks from him as a man, we'd get accustomed to a man hitting us. Hmm. So he never he never gave us licks. We used to get both, of course. Level both. But as in touching us, he would never touch us because he said he did not want us to get accustomed to Yeah,
0: on the sunlight, On the sun, actually.
1: And there's a lot of other little things that he would do that would make him look like he he t- he took up the the role of a, a stereotypical woman in the house, the the mother of the house. So he became both father and mother, and I felt as though I mean my mother is present, huh? but we don't live together. Like mm. she's she's not living in this country. So we are living in a single parent household. Um living with him majority of the time. I didn't feel as though I was lacking anything because he was doing everything and I was being taught all the, all the things that I should have been taught anyways, whether it's a, a man or a woman. So it's something as simple as talking about a menstrual cycle or sex yeah. education, something that your mother would have taught you about right. as a girl, <laughs> yes. as a little girl. My father is the one who spoke to me about it. (laughs) My father is the one who spoke to me about it. And he released the taboo. He didn't make it awkward at all. He found a way to approach me as a little girl and let me know about these natural things Mm. and allowed me to not feel shame or feel like there's any awkwardness about certain topics. So I think it's... Just dependent on the capability of the person themselves. Because a lot of single parents aren't capable of even taking care of a child on, a, on the whole. Even if they have a a spouse with them. Mm-hmm. The the capable. whole idea mm-hmm. of parenthood, not everybody is capable of being a parent.
0: That's an interesting
1: one. You could be a mommy um, or a daddy, but not necessarily no, 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 a mother no. or father. Okay. There's a difference. Mm. So I think for some people, a single parent household might produce quote unquote the best children or the most skillful children, the the the, the brightest children. Mm. And some people would say that the, the nuclear, nuclear family. family would produce the best children, the and most the brightest they, children, yeah. and so on. So because Different households have different experiences, and
0: some may see, even say extended with the influence of the grandparents on yeah. a child and the principles that they would, the grandparents would instill into the child.
1: I think any household any could produce. Any
0: any household could do it.
1: Yeah, it's just dependent on the persons themselves right. who make up the households mm. and their their knowledge and their capabilities.
0: So is it better for young people to move out? What is a suitable age to move out? Yeah, so I actually grew up in a kind of, in what may be seen as an ideal home where my father was the main provider. He was working and my mother was actually at home with her. She was a stay-at-home mom. She used to pick us up from school drop us a school, drop us football, drop us piano lessons, drop us tennis, up and down the road. So she was a stay-at-home mom. Um, I know that is that's usually the, what would have been seen as the ideal home. Mm-hmm. The ideal home mm-hmm. with my sibling. Oh, the family. Woo! Driving up and <laughs> down. Up and down. But my, my mother used to beat me my mother used to beat me my mother we, used to well we wouldn't get licks often but when we did get licks I remember that time I come through the door <laughs> I come through the door and I started to get belt by, <laughs> and it's midway through I was like "Well, wait nah this, this licking and finishing finish you know <laughs> I tell you.
1: For what? For what I, you I get, get licks for? I don't remember what I get licks
0: for, but I get 20 lashes. She counted, she told me she gave me 20 lashes. And my mother is not a weak lady, she's she's strong. <laughs> right? So she pulling back that belt and fling and whipping me. <laughs> I tell you. And then she tell she tell me, um, I give your brother 15 because you're older. I was <laughs> like, what the hell is this? <laughs> But well, I can't remember exactly what we do. But she used to beat me a lot. My father never touched me at all. She, it was only talking from him.
1: So she was the the she, disciplinarian. She was
0: the, she was a disciplinarian in a certain way. She used to give licks with discipline. Right. My father used to talk with discipline. Yeah. So he would say, "Listen, I only talk in once." Yeah. And my because my I father never as well. Used, because I never used to see him as often. Hmm. You don't know him as much now. Yeah. You don't know him as much, say, so don't know what you're going on, do or, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, so my my mother was actually the one to give licks. Like, mm. well, when we were smaller, small, small. But my mother was the wanted to give licks. My father didn't give licks. But that don't mean he wasn't afraid of him. Eh? He mm. was strict, but not the type of strict that, you know, you feel like you can't come to him and talk about anything kind of strict. We still had a, a open relationship, but he was strict in, in a way that, you feel like you just know when they do something wrong and you know when they're going to make them upset. Yeah, yeah. And from a young age, they instilled certain things into our minds. So, something like school and achieving great things in school, a very meritocratic type thinking. So, by the time results come out and you get a B, that's it. You're like, ways I fail. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't do good mm. because we had that kind of relationship. I remember, so I passed from my high school. I went to Bishop Anse East. And when I passed for that, that was my second choice. I was like, wait. Even <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to yeah. go to that school, but because it was my second choice, I was like, did I do good? I'm not sure if I do good. And that's what? 12 year old. hmm there's a 12 year old talking like, did I do well when other people passing for schools that they hate and the parents comforting them and like, it's okay. And they go into the mall and getting things. And yeah. I just hear like, Oh my gosh, did I do well? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. And it's that kind of fair and that kind of programming almost that was done through his style of parenting. Mm. And it, it wasn't a lot of talking either. It really wasn't. And he's very chill, very, um, he's not the most <laughs> emotional, he's yeah. real cool. So sometimes, um, even now, I'll just be very laid back, mm. talking normal. I don't get very aggressive physically when I'm upset. And people are like, why are you so Chill, right now. Why are you so cool? And that's just the way I grew up. That's the way I saw my father do things.
0: So, what are some of the things you think you change If, if you, your your siblings and you were males, what think, uh, what do you think you change with the parenting?
1: I'm not sure, you know. As I'm in not if sure. you were to
0: raise two males, or if you were to raise two females,
1: I guess it's... is um. Is that it a idea of um, more
0: emotional? Is he more tender? Is it Less aggressive? More aggressive? I don't know.
1: Are we thinking about gender stereotypes? But in my situation, my father himself, his personality just fed to however he he taught us or however he socialized us. Mm. And that's just the way we were disciplined. That's the way um, even things that are important to us the way we treat that and treat family and all these things are are done and that's the way it is but I can see for some people because they have female children like I um, need to be softer with them I need to make sure they learn how to cook and clean I need to make sure they know how to go to the market or go to the mm. grocery as compared to a male they might quicker want them to Know that there's a certain point in time you need to start working and getting things on your own. There's a certain point in time where you, you go out, out into the world and yeah. yeah, and do your own thing. For me, I didn't really experience that just because of the person my father was himself. And I'm sure there are other people in single parent families who would... Wouldn't experience that, but there are those who would. So, you would have families, maybe for example, a woman who might think she needs to be tougher on her boys because she feels as though the absence of a man is going to be problematic for raising a male. Mm. So, she might feel as though she needs to be stricter on him or be tougher, be more cool more casual it just depends I think it depends a lot on the person and as we we started to wrap up this episode here and we were talking before about extended families and family types and households I think there isn't an ideal at least for me in my opinion there isn't exactly an ideal what matters more at least from where I see it is the type of persons within the household and the type of persons there are the personalities of the people the way they go about certain things so their style of parenthood or their style of socialization their style of disciplining children their their style of communication their style of affection even mm changes the way a lot of things happen within the household and the way these children grow up to be. And then when you're thinking about, now you're considering, so when when are these people going out on their own, when it's an appropriate time, it feeds into that whole idea as well. It depends on the person and the type of of upraising they have. Because some people really aren't capable to do it at an earlier age. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily financial.
0: Yeah, I also think it's ultimately dependent on the person themselves. Yes, they have the environment that they grew up in. Whether it be mother, father, both parents working. Whether they grew up with grandparents. Whether they grew up with a cousin. Mm -hmm. So, ultimately, I think it it comes down to you person and... the decisions they make. Whether it's to move out at an early age, move out later, whether it's to stay and live with your parents and buy a car, <laughs> or to live out out of rent and and travel to work. So I ultimately think it depend on any person.
1: Yeah, and that's it. It depends person to person. And we had these conversations in a couple previous episodes. Your lifestyle and your decisions, the way you are able to do things depends on you and how you raise is a very individualistic look at things, which is affected by the general public, the general scope of things. But it ultimately comes down to you. And that is our answer for this question. Thank you guys for listening. This has been Gerardo One and Shelby Out and Bad. See you later, Culture Warriors. Bye.